Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I hope you're having a great day today. Whatever it is you're doing, maybe you are folding laundry, which is typically what I do when I'm listening to podcasts. Sometimes I'm doing dishes, but usually I'm sitting on my couch folding laundry. Sometimes I'm in my car, but I don't know what it is about laundry, but it podcasts seem to just make it go by much more quickly and makes it much more pleasant <laughs> to fold those pants and t-shirts and get them where they go. Um, but whatever you're doing, I hope you're having a great day. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. I hope that you are being encouraged by Schoolhouse Rocked in the ministry that we have here. If you've not yet listened to Monday's episode with Dr. Josh Mulvihill, I would love for you to go back and listen to that. Josh is just an amazing homeschool dad. He's a um, He was a pastor for several years and now just continues on with ministry that God's called him to. So um, thank you, Josh, for being back with me today. It's an honor. Thanks for having me, Yvette. Absolutely. We are talking about his new book. It's called 50 Things Every Child Needs to Know Before Leaving Home, Raising Children to Godly Adults. If you're watching, you can see this book. It is a beautifully written book, not just the words, but it's beautifully laid out. It has a beautiful cover and it's just very pleasing to the eye. I'm a super visual person. And so I am one of those people and I am not afraid to say it. I always first judge a book by its cover. I just do. <laughs> That's true, isn't it? Yeah. We do that. I do. And, and not that I won't read a book if it doesn't have a lovely cover on it. I will if it's a good book because I care more about what's inside of the book than I do the outside. But it's that cover that first you know, captures me. And if it has a pretty cover, I'm like, oh, yeah, that looks that looks like a it's going to be a really good book. <laughs> so this is one that I was so excited when I got it in the mail. I was like, wow, it's so much prettier than I thought. Um, but what's inside of this book is so much more beautiful than even the cover of it, because Josh is uh, he and his wife, really, you wrote this together with your wife, right? We did. Yes, it was. It was. We call it our COVID baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we had all this extra time. Yeah. So you know, everything shut down. So we're like, well, I suppose this is about as good a time as any. Let's do it. Yeah, because you spent a lot of your time traveling and speaking, and so I you did, couldn't yeah. do that during COVID, nope. of course. Um, nope. So yeah, this was this was what we worked on. So this is one of the good things that has come out of COVID, as well as many people listening to this podcast who brought their kids home from school as a result of COVID. And that's one of the things that we're like, praise God praise for that. You know, if that's what got you to bring your kids home and start discipling their hearts and training them up to love Jesus, amen for that. We are so glad that you've joined the homeschool revolution along with us. Um, please like and share this episode with your friends if you're on YouTube or watching through Facebook or listening to it. We would love it if you would just take a minute and like it and share it with your friends. Um, and the, at the end of Monday's episode, we were talking about the need um, for a parenting plan and how basically we as parents need kind of a blueprint to raising our kids instead of just going about our 
regular day by day. You know, oftentimes we have an idea of what we want for our children. And this is really where I've been. I've been a, a mom now for 16 years, which is so exciting. I, I can't even believe that my oldest is now 16. But for 16 years, I've gone about parenting and I've read a lot of really great parenting books. You know, I, I think of Shepherding a Child's Heart and I think of Don't Make Me Count to Three by Ginger Hubbard. Um, she's a very good friend of mine. And I've read lots of uh, homeschooling books and things, and, and they've all been hugely impactful to me. But this book is very different because it really is helping me to lay out a plan for what I want for my kids, but put it into writing and really make a roadmap for each of my children individually, and then figure out how to get there. And one of the parts in this book that really struck me was it, it, it's in this section that's called uh, The Need for a Parenting Plan. And it says this, it, well, uh, the title is Planning Shows Us Where We Must Grow as Parents. And I know some of us recoil at that and we think, ah, oh, you know, we have so many things to do. I don't have time to grow as a parent. I don't have time to think through all of the things that our kids need to be doing individually, especially if you have more than one child. That's very time consuming, right? Um, but it says this, it says, based on our experience with parents over the years, a high percentage feel inadequate to teach their children about God. A lot of parents feel intimidated when it comes to understanding and explaining the Bible to their children. Many have concluded that they don't measure up and should let someone else do the job. Um, with, po with proper planning, however, we can adequately prepare ourselves for each new parenting task. I thought this was so powerful because as I think about homeschool families, one of the reasons that we hear a lot of parents choose not to homeschool is because they feel inadequate. They feel like they simply can't do it. We talk about this in the movie. I've talked about this lots of times. I mean, that that was my number one reason for not wanting to homeschool. That was why I said I would never homeschool is because I just, I thought I, I hated school as a kid. I did not do well academically. I really struggled through all of my schooling years. And so what in the world would make me think that I had the ability to teach my kids. I mean, it was almost like a, how dare I think that, you know? And I, I learned, and I've learned over the last 11 and a half years of homeschooling that even though I'm not enough, and, and, and we've shared about this many times, I'm not enough. I'm not, an, I, I'm not adequate, but the Lord is adequate. He is everything we need. And when we go to him and we are on our knees and we cry out to him and say, Lord, you, I, I need your help. I need you to give me what I need to raise these kids, to know you and to love you and to serve you. He's going to do that. And then he gets all the glory in the end. And it's the most beautiful thing about parenting is that we get to turn it over to the Lord. We are just his vessels. We're his ambassadors. We're the ones who, who kind of put that into action, right? But through the power of the Holy Spirit, when we're willing to answer the call of being parents and being intentional parents. So Josh, I would love for you to kind of expand on that idea a little bit of parents feeling inadequate, like they're not able to do this big parenting task. Yeah, I think behind that as a pastor, I'd often get called from parents and say, hey, my child needs to, somebody needs to talk to him about dating or sex or uh, this moral issue, would you do it? And I, you know, I'd be like, well, I'm honored that you would ask, but, um, you know, we, I really want to help you do that. Yeah. And, um, you know, God chose each of us as the parent for our children. And, you know, when we think about that, that's really humbling. Yeah. Uh, he, he gave us a, it's a big task, uh, but it's an honoring task. And that tells me, uh, many things, you know, one is that he thinks we can do it. 
yeah. with, uh, with in, in that meaning when we put our trust in the Lord and rely on him, um, he doesn't give us anything that we can't handle. And, uh, and, and, uh, when we rely upon him, um, uh, our strength is in the Lord and, uh, our weakness is made strong in his strength. Uh, but I will say, you know, we are all really busy, uh, working as parents. We were, we think about our kids all the time. They dominate our, yeah. our thoughts. We are, I mean, many of us think, man, what more could I do? I, I like spend so much time and energy on my kids. Um, but really the focus here isn't on what we're doing with our children. The focus is, um, you know, let us think about the, the actual role of parenting and um, not, not on the task, but on the person of the mm -hmm. parent. And each of us uh, have a lot of areas of growth and areas where um, we uh, we can, uh, you know, that really that we can continue to um, to become a parent that is growing in the Lord and continuing to 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 uh, mature in Him. And so, uh, this really look as we think about what area that we want to focus on with our kids in the next season that they're at. If we really then could say, okay, I'm I'm going to really drill down into that one or two things, and and. Uh, and learn what I need to so that I can pass that on to my children. So uh, whatever that subject matter is, uh, we can just stay a simple step ahead of them. And that becomes um, much more manageable than thinking about some um, really big nebulous um, role of this huge task of parenting, which it is big, but when we start breaking it down into bite-sized pieces and specific subject matters, it becomes much more manageable. Yeah, I like that you talk about breaking it down into bite-sized pieces because one of the things, and I, I would like to know if you see this as well, you're talking about other parents wanting to come to you and say, hey, can you help me, you know, basically raise my kids, which as a pastor, you know, the, the job of the church, I think when it comes to parenting is to come alongside of parents, right? and the church should be discipling the parents who then disciple the children. Yep. That's really Absolutely. the role of the church. Yep. And and of course, the church is discipling the kids in the process as well as they're teaching them the word of God, but they shouldn't take over that responsibility for the parents. And I have often thought about, there. it, it seems that parents, we want things so easy today. We and I think it's part of our culture. It's part of our society and where we are even with, you know, our smartphones and everything is so quick. You know, you're, we're looking at Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all the things and everything. We're, we just want to scroll through it so quickly, right? We want instant. We want fast. We want our instant pots. We want everything to be instant and not just instant, but we want it to be easy. And I know I want parenting to be easy. I don't want to have to always put in the hard work of parenting but one of the things that I really appreciate about this book is that you you really kind of pinpoint that in that it's not easy to be a parent. It's not easy to homeschool. It's not easy to be a, a good wife or a good mom. It all takes intentionality. It all takes prayer. It all takes forethought. It all takes planning. And if we don't do any of those things, yeah, you might get by and your kids are going to be well-fed. Well, maybe. Um they're going to be clothed. They're going to have shelter. They're going to have their basic needs met. But if we're not intentional and we don't plan and we don't actually put the hard work into parenting them and educating them and training them up in righteousness, it, I, I think that we leave them somewhat stranded 
as we push them out into the world of adulthood. And I think that's what happens a lot of times. I know, you know, my, my parents were amazing. Um, but when I came into my adult life, I felt very lost in a lot of ways and I had to figure it out. And you, you know what I did? And I don't say, you know, my parents didn't do a good job or anything like that, but I wish that there were things I didn't have to figure out. I wish that I had been trained up in a lot of these ways. And as I'm looking at this, uh, you know, kind of sample list of what you have on how to raise up our kids and these goals that we have for them, I think, man, I wish I had had this growing up. Not only do I wish I'd had this growing up, but I wish that I had had this when my oldest, when my 16-year-old was born and could have walked through that. So we're going to talk more about that. We're going to go to a break real quick, but we will be right back. As we try to impart a biblical worldview in our children and equip them to be salt and light in an increasingly secular culture, we need tools to explain how the scriptures mold our view of every subject we teach. We need homeschool curriculum that shows how the Lord rules over everything we learn while stretching our children to follow Him wherever He leads. Learn how BJU Press Homeschool has served thousands of Christian homeschool families just like yours by visiting BJUPressHomeschool.com. What would you do if you were forced to actually defend your family from harm? Could you do it? Join us in Nevada this coming March at Front Sight for the Constitutional Defense course hosted by Rick Green. Rick offers a unique combination of constitutional and firearms training you won't find anywhere else. And he's offering an incredible discount for Schoolhouse Rocked listeners. Join us at Front Sight March 13th through 15th. Register at schoolhouserocked.com defense. That's schoolhouserocked.com defense. We are back with Josh Mulvihill. We're talking about his book, 50 Things Every Child Needs to Know Before Leaving Home, Raising Children to Godly Adults. Um, we're talking about parents being intentional. Have you seen the same thing in, in that parents often don't want to put the hard work into it? They just want things to be easy. Oh, man, we all do, don't we? <laughs> uh, but yes, I, you know what? Parenting's humbling, it, and uh, you know, we were talking a little bit about growth areas, and you know, I, I would encourage just everybody that's listening to be thinking about where where each of us need to grow as parents, and you know, if we can't, if we think I I don't know what that would be, then I would encourage you to ask your children because they'll have Ooh. some, you know, they'll have <laughs> some areas, and um, and that's you know, it really is helpful as God shapes our hearts and our lives that is there's a trickle down effect in yeah. our kids it's not only what we say but it's who we are and how we interact and lead in our homes and you know our our lifestyle our choice what we do our example it's really a strong apologetic either yeah. for the lord or not and our you know our kids they know for authentic in walking with the lord and even if we mess up i think one of the most impactful things with my parents was when, you know, when they did things that weren't honoring to the Lord, um, they confessed and they humbled themselves. And you could see that it was heartfelt and that they truly were grieved in their spirit that they sinned against the Lord and or they sinned against us as kids. And even in that, you know, when you when you see somebody that uh, that fails in in an area of life, there's, there's a, you know, there's something there that's really appealing because it, you know, there, you see that even in that they're trying to walk with the Lord yeah. and they're trying to please them 
after the fact. And, and, uh, and, you know, that's true for all of us as well. And we'll be with our kids. And I think that's, uh, that's one of my encouragements, I think today from, from what those listening. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, our kids are so forgiving. Um, and it is humbling to be a parent. There are so many times where I have to go to my girls and just say, I am sorry. I, I just, I did it last night. It was either last night or the night before. Um, you know, I, I, quieted my daughter for speaking, um, when she was speaking respectfully and calmly about something. And I just said, you know, I just want you to stop talking. And then I realized like she really needed to get off her chest and out of her heart, what she was struggling with. And instead I stopped her from talking <laughs> and, and I had to go back to her and I said, you know, honey, I'm really sorry. I really, I should have let you continue speaking because you were speaking respectfully to me and you, you know, um, and it's hard. It's hard to go back to them and, and say, sorry, but I think, ki- you know, kids are not stupid. They can see right through us and we can pretend like we have it all together and they can see that we don't, or we can do our very best and they can see that we don't have it together. And then we apologize when we screw things up. And that makes them realize that it's okay to mess up sometimes. Um, you talked about taking baby steps. And I think that's such an important thing in this, because when we look at something as big as, you know, listing out 50 things our kids need to know before leaving home, that can seem super overwhelming. But if if we take baby steps and just do it little by little, it makes it much more manageable. But in doing that, we, as we're taking these baby steps, we really do need to learn how to set a firm foundation for our kids. And so how can we do that? How can we set that firm foundation from the beginning or even as our kids are growing, if they're maybe a little bit older, and we have not yet set that firm foundation, how can we do that? So when I think firm foundation scripturally, I think of um, children obey your parents in the Lord, um, that it you know it begins with the relationship with Christ, but then it, it, building on that is the obedience piece. And mm-hmm. if that one's not there, um, it's really difficult to do character formation, to do all the other stuff that, that kind of the dominoes that fall from that. And so that becomes the critical piece, um, which often is, you know, it's those really early, those little years that were helping shape authority. And, you know, in our house, the, the phrase, uh, you're not in charge comes out of yeah. our mouth a lot as parents. <laughs> you're not, repeat, everybody repeat after me. Um, but, uh, you know, but sometimes that if that we're, we're always coming back to that, even as an adult, uh, I, you know, I'm under the authority of um, a boss. Mm-hmm. And if we don't help our kids learn that today, they pay the price in the future. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the critical when we talk about foundation piece. Um, if we get that right in the early years, it's going to save a lot of heartache. I used to get a fair amount of parents that would come into my office, usually around the eighth, ninth grade age of their child, when they would, um, the child would be old enough to look them in the eye and they'd, you know, the authority piece hadn't happened well in their home with that child. And the child would be big enough, essentially would say, I'm not doing it, make me. And, you know, they couldn't, parent couldn't anymore. They're the same size physically. Parents would come into my office and say, uh, "You know, what do I what do I do?" Yeah. And it's well, we got to revisit this authority piece and get that under control. Um, and so, if that's your start, if you're if you have young kids or you're you're uh, you're experiencing some challenges, that's the piece to really hit with your kids and get get straight. Um, so that's where, yeah, that'd be my encouragement. Yeah, have you seen the movie? Um, it's called Like Arrows by Kevin Peoples. 
I've not. not. Oh, it's such a good movie. I'll, I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. But it, it's a great movie about these parents who basically kind of jumped into parenthood unplanned and they didn't really know what they were doing. They became Christians in the process and their oldest daughter um, throughout the story. Um, it's, actually, it's funny because actually the one of the girls who played a teenager in the movie is a, a, the daughter of a friend of ours. Um, anyway, she... Um, becomes very rebellious, of course, because now she's this teen who has never had this firm foundation set for her. And her parents have to now literally back up and go, wait a minute, we've done it all wrong. Not all wrong, not like everything they did was wrong, you know, but we've really gotten it wrong. And now we have Jesus. And now we're going to back up and redo this. And so it's it's neat to kind of see the transformation of their family in the movie. And, um, you know, it's a fictional movie, but it's it's neat to just see these parents just, you know, sit their kids down in the living room and say, we've, we, you know, we didn't know, you know, we just didn't know, but now we know. And so now we're going to start from here. And it's such an encouragement because better to start late than never. And even with setting these goals for our kids. It's better to start late than never. We're going to talk about that in the next episode. Uh, because one of my questions as I've been reading this is, oh man, you know, we've, we've done our best in raising our oldest, but she's 16 now. And I haven't done it. Like I, I've had goals for her, but not like this. I think this book is so powerful. I wish I had started it with her when she was born, but that's okay. We didn't. And so how do we start now? So we're going to talk about that. We're out of time today, but we'll be back tomorrow to discuss more of these things. I will put links in the show notes for you guys on how you can find out everything about Josh Mulvihill, how you can get a hold of this book. Um, if you've not yet watched the movie, we talked about it on Monday, go watch the movie, go to schoolhouserocked.com, or you could go to the show notes. You'll have a link in there. That will take you directly to the movie and you guys can watch it with your family. Invite some friends over, invite your family members over, have a watch party. That's been really fun. We've actually heard from several people who have just done these group viewings and gotten to watch it with their friends and family and um, it's impacting people for Christ and it's amazing. Um, so if you haven't seen it yet, go to schoolhouserock.com. Have a great rest of your afternoon and we will be back with you tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.